Hi, my name is Katie Mowat, and I'm a second year master's student in environmental engineering at UNL. My research is on the treatment of hazardous air pollutants or HAPs and ethanol plant exhaust by using a biotrickling filter. Ethanol is an alternative biofuel that can be produced here in the United States. When you go to fill up your car at the gas station, there's usually an option to fill up with gas containing 10% ethanol. In 2018, the US consumed 14.4 billion gallons of ethanol. This ethanol is created from the fermentation of organic matter at ethanol plants. There are 24 of these plants located in the state of Nebraska. During the fermentation of organic matter, such as corn, hazardous air pollutants or HAPs are released. Currently, regenerative thermal oxidizers and CO2 scrubbers are used to treat the exhaust from ethanol plants before it's released back into the atmosphere. These are located in red on this diagram. The goal of this project is to use a biotrickling filter instead of the forementioned or in tandem with the forementioned treatment methods to treat this exhaust. The reason we wanna do this is it uses 0.5% of the water that a CO2 scrubber uses. And it also uses no natural gas, which is what the thermal oxidizer needs. Thus, it is more environmentally friendly. To meet this goal, we have created a lab scale biotrickling filter for about four years ago and have started by running single compounds, HAPs through it, such as acetaldehyde, formaldehyde, ethanol, and methanol. Uh, we've been able to prove that it will treat each of these compounds singularly, but now have moved on to mixtures, such as like a synthetic ethanol exhaust to run through the columns. Um, you can see this is a picture of our two columns. Uh, we have two columns due to the fact that one is run at mesophilic conditions, which is room temperature, and the other is run at thermophilic, or 60 and 60 degrees Celsius, uh, to represent the two places in the plant where we could get exhaust, and they can be at different temperatures. We start with compressed air running at eight liters per minute, and using a syringe pump, we pump the mixtures into uh, lines that go into the columns and they're volatized uh, due to the airflow. Uh, they flow into the column and then through multiple uh, points along the column, we can measure through a multi-directional valve, different things by sending the flow to a DCMS, an FTIR, or a micro-GC. The BTF gets its name because we trickle uh, biotrickling fluid or nutrient solution through the column. So in this picture, we call it the feed tank. And we have a pump controller and it sends about two liters of nutrient solution through each column per day. So far we've run mixtures one and two from the mixtures table here through the columns and have the results on this poster. We've also have the results from carbon oxygen demand, pH, and total suspended solid measurements that we take once a week. 
and those can be seen here. For COD, there isn't much of a difference between the mesophilic and thermophilic or cold and hot columns. It varies between 0.5 and 2 or 3 milligrams per liter. For total suspended solids, you can see it's very, very low. There's a tiny bit more in the mesophilic than the thermophilic. For pH, it was a little bit interesting. You can see the gray dots are the nutrient solution or the influent and the effluent from the hot column or thermophilic decreased the pH slightly, whereas the cold column increased slightly. And this could be due to the heat or the cold spells we've had during the winter or the nutrient solution um, rate changing depending on controller. The results from mixture one can be seen here. The mesophilic our cooler column did better for removal efficiency across the board except for the methanol, which was a little bit higher in the thermophilic. In the thermophilic, we also found that the ethanol didn't show up really well, which is a problem we were working on. Um, as we move into mixture two, we have a higher ethanol concentration and it's showing up a lot better. You can see the mean are certainly higher in the first mixture. Um, in the second mixture, the both mesophilic and thermophilic columns are very similar in their results uh, for removal efficiency. Some conclusions we've learned from this research is it takes about two weeks to equalize the column to a new mixture before you get standardized results. The amount of nutrient solution flowing through the columns does affect the readings. Um, and also the fact that we're running mixtures is affecting the readings as well. For the GCMS, the ions for acetaldehyde and ethanol, some of them are the same and that affects the peaks and gives some uncertainty to our analysis and calibration. The FDIR also has some trouble with the methanol readings due to mixtures affecting the wavelengths for that. So thus, future work, we're going to run mixtures three, four, and five through the columns to get a bigger picture, fuller picture of what um, the exhaust running through the biotrigon filter, how well we can remove it, and create more robust calibration curves at more points along the curve. I'd like to acknowledge and thank my advisors, Dr. Bruce Dvorak, and Dr. Ashraf Ali Hassan. Uh, for all the lab help, I've had multiple undergrads and grad students working under me and with me, and that's been wonderful. And for funding uh, the Nebraska Public Power District and the Nebraska Center for Energy Science Research uh, help fund this project. Thank you.